Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. What would have happened with my life? How would things have changed? And so I'm always sensitive to the voice of the Lord. What are you trying to say to me, God? And I need to listen to that voice when I hear it because it's obviously powerful. Amen. Let's get into the word. Turn with me, if you will, uh, to Psalm 29. Be reading the 29th Psalm. Uh, That's where our message comes from today, found in the Old Testament, usually around the middle of the Bible. Again, that is Psalm 29. I am reading verses 1 through 11, uh, the New International uh, Translation of God's word. Let's see what it has to say for us today. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and rips the forest bare. And in his temple, all cry glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood and the Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, church. God, we honor you. We bless you. We love you. We come before you this day as humbly as we know how, thanking you for the opportunity to gather once again in your name, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Hide me behind your cross so that people don't see me, but they see Jesus. Let your word be a seed that is planted in good soil and produces a great harvest. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, For the time that we get to share together, and spend together in God's word, I would like to talk about the subject of a real big voice. A real big voice. I would say I spend quite a bit of time um, thinking about the times that I hear God's voice. I'm grateful for those times, but I still think about it. Um, the voices 
that kept me when everyone around me was falling apart. I'm grateful that the voice of God kept me from danger seen and unseen and opened doors and no one else could open and shut doors that needed to be shut for my protection. I sometimes get happy thinking about God speaking to little old me. What is God trying to tell me? What is God telling me and what am I trying to listen? Uh, I don't think that I'm the only one that thinks about this. Many of us are, are listening for the voice of God in our prayer time, sometimes in our dreams, sometimes in our gut reaction to events and, and places and people. As believers, we all are longing for the voice of the Lord, and we want to know what the plan is and what needs to happen for our lives. We are all listening for something bigger than us. Even if you're not a believer, I hear people who are not believers talk about what the universe has in store for them or the energy that they're getting from something. We all are looking for some guidance for something, from something rather, bigger than ourselves. There are people that were looking for guidance in the scripture as well. During the time of uh, Psalm 29, uh, Psalm 29 is uh, thought to be one of the oldest psalms. Uh, some scholars even believe that it is an adaptation of an ancient uh, Canaanite hymn to another god, Baal. Uh, Canaanite priests were around during the time of the Bible, and they're mentioned in many Old Testament books uh, several times. But as I have said time and time again in other sermons, I don't care who does it first. I care who does it right. There was competition for worship during the time of the Bible. Uh, and there is competition for worship today. There is temptation. There are distractions. There are interruptions. There are things that are competing for our attention besides God. It could be uh, technology. It could be uh, humanism. It could be prosperity. It could be a bunch of things that are, are first in our lives, whether intentionally or unintentionally, but they get uh, the primary focus. Uh, that's why I think in some cases uh, we can be in the midst of a pandemic where hundreds of thousands of people are dying in this country alone, but more people want to talk about the economy than the lives that were lost. Uh, people during the text uh, thought that something else was in control, whether it was their own desire for humanism, whether it was their own uh, worshiping other gods. There were people that thought something else other than God was in control. 
I've been told uh, by people that you could look at somebody's bank statement and tell who they worship. You can look at somebody's calendar and tell who they worship. You can look at where they spend the majority of their time and tell who they worship. And that's not to say that you should spend 24-7 at a church, but it's about what takes priority and what takes precedence and why does it take priority and precedence. Um, but here in Psalm 29, the text is telling us to ascribe to the Lord. The text says in the first couple of verses to ascribe, to give someone their due, to acknowledge God that is glorious, God that is strong, God that is holy. Give God the credit that God deserves. Uh, God is holy and our purpose that we as humans are to have is to worship the Lord. Not our political parties, not our bank accounts, not our social circles, not our positions. We are supposed to worship God. And while someone may have thought that Baal or something else was more powerful and in control, God is the one who is powerful and in control. God gives us true peace. God has the glory. God triumphs over chaos. Acknowledge the Lord. So one of the things that the text is telling us to do, as it says, ascribe to the Lord over and over again, is God invites us to worship. Acknowledge the Lord. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, uh, one of the leading Jewish theologians and philosophers of the 20th century, insisted that awe is critical for not taking the world for granted and thus losing the ability to experience with depth and reverence. That means that awe, this worship, this, this taking in something that is amazing, God, that is, 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 is a, a, a way to acknowledge, uh, but also is, is a pathway not only to acknowledge, but also to wisdom in God. Uh, the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, God who is all powerful, God who is wonderful, God who is amazing, God who is excellent, God who is altogether lovely, God who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So the first thing that we can take away from this text is that God is inviting us to worship over and over again. It says to ascribe to the Lord. Give him his credit. He is the one who was and is and is to come. He's the one who sits high but looks low. He speaks and worlds are formed, but he knows the number of hairs on our heads. He's the bishop of souls. He's the one who is the king of kings and lord of lords. Worship him for who he is, not just for what he's done. The next thing that the text is telling us to do is letting us know that God invites us to listen. Let the church say listen 
He invites us to listen. Uh, The phrase, the voice of the Lord, is repeated seven times in this passage of Scripture. And for those of us who who take a special interest to numbers, seven is the number of completion. God's voice is powerful, and God's voice is something that we should listen to. When we hear the Lord, we must be open to what God is saying in our lives. Uh, God's voice is powerful, and the psalmist describes it as something powerful enough to rip apart trees and let the earth move. That's why the text was listing uh, those cedars of Lebanon uh, during the time, because it was powerful, and those trees could grow as tall as 130 feet tall. Where has the voice of the Lord been in our lives? And, and, and where could we use the voice of the Lord now? Can I be transparent for a moment? Can I, can I share with you? I'm, I'm talking, you're watching, so I guess I can. <laughs> um, I struggle with the voice of the Lord sometimes. Uh, even though I'm, you know, a mouthpiece for God uh, as a pastor teaching God's word to the people, I, I struggle with it sometimes because there have been times in my life that I believe I heard the voice of the Lord and it changed the course of my life. Uh, one of the first times I can distinctly remember is when I was 17 and I was with one of uh, my friends and uh, well four of my friends total three of my friends we made I made four I was at a friend's house and they wanted to go uh, to the park to do some target practice with some guns and as we walked past my street I had gone to this park many times before in Indianapolis Indiana and shot guns for target practice many times before. But this time, I heard a small voice say, Johnny, go home. And I tried to ignore it, but it, got, it went from still small voice to loud and booming to the point that I couldn't walk anymore. And I told my friends that I was going to go home. And I did not go with the park to them that night. And I found out the next day that one of my friends had murdered one of my other friends at the park. And I just happened to go home that day and missed it. Uh, Another time I uh, heard the voice of the Lord and changed the course of my life. I uh, was not the most studious college student. And uh, so one year I got put on academic probation and the school cut my financial aid by a bit, which meant I could no longer stay on campus. So I had to commute from Sugar Land, Texas to Prairie View, Texas uh, to go to school. 
It's about an hour, 15, hour and a half drive. And this, this semester, I had two or three classes in the morning and went to about lunchtime. And uh, then I had another class in the evening. And I didn't think it made sense for me to drive back to Sugarland, Texas, from Prairie View to go back up there for school. So I would get lunch and I would hang out in the parking lot and listen to Jim Rome uh, sports talk and, and maybe even take a nap or go to the library and study. But I spent most of the time in the car in between those classes. And uh, one time I was taking a nap and I was, I was woke up and they told that this voice told me to leave and go see one of uh, my friends in school who I'd been getting a ride back before I had a car uh, back on my freshman year. So I go to go see them because it was just a random drop in my spirit. Hey, let me go see what they're talking about. Uh, only to come back to my car and see the whole parking lot taped off later on that evening because somebody had decided to shoot somebody in the parking lot right on the row where I parked my car. And so I struggle with this because what would have happened if I didn't listen to that still small voice? What would have happened with my life? How would things have changed? And so I'm always sensitive to the voice of the Lord. What are you trying to say to me, God? And I need to listen to that voice when I hear it because it's obviously powerful. It's obviously able to switch uh, the world around. It's obviously able to turn things around. And so I wonder, where has the voice of God been in my life? Where has the voice of God been in our lives? And where could we use the voice of God now? God is inviting us to listen. The third thing that God is inviting us to do in this text is to, he is inviting us to his inheritance. Let the church say inheritance. Put inheritance in the comments. Uh, by, by the end of the psalm where it says that the Lord is enthroned over the flood, the Lord is enthroned as king forever, the Lord gives strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. By the end of the psalm, we've seen that we're supposed to worship God and we've seen uh, 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 that he's got a voice and it's powerful and we need to listen to it. But now we're being invited into that inheritance. By the end of the psalm, we have seen the glory of the Lord, the kabod in Greek. Uh, so I'm not Greek Hebrew, but the, some translations literally mean like weight. So God is going to show up and throw his weight around. We see the glory of the Lord and we want to be a part of it. Experience this glory for ourselves. The Lord is enthroned forever and we want God to pass some of that glory, some of that peace, some of that power on to us. The glory, the weight of the Lord, we want some of that in our lives today. Amen. God uses various ways 
to come into our lives and being in awe of God, worshiping the Lord, listening to the Lord, trying to be a part of the family is one of those, are one of those ways. God is inviting us into his family, and this is an opportunity to worship him, listen to what he has to say for our lives, and come into his glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Pray with me, church. God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the opportunity to worship, and we thank you for the opportunity to be a part of your family, God. What are you saying to us right now, Lord? What are you saying and what do we need to hear? And what do we need to do once we hear it, God? Lord God, I speak a blessing upon this word that went forth for those who are hearing it live or those who may hear it later. That your Holy Spirit will do a work that only the Holy Spirit can do and people will desire to know you better and to know your darling son, Jesus Christ, and the pardoning of their sins. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.